What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the It's Gotta Be Real podcast. Thanks for joining me today, and I kind of want to jump into this right away. I've, I've had some interpersonal struggles recording podcast messages, and I don't know why. And I came across this post on Facebook in the Buzzsprout community. And Buzzsprout is the platform in which I am loading all my podcasts onto, and then it goes out to... Apple Podcasts and Spotify, uh, et cetera, all those other different. But a gentleman named Kaylee Marks wrote this about podcasts. Here's the real truth why most podcasts don't get off the ground, he says. He continues, it's fear. From my experience and research, the reason most people don't start the podcast they've been dreaming of is because of fear. Fear of being seen, fear of starting Fear of making a mistake, the pressure of getting everything right feels crushing and keeps us from showing up and offering our gifts to the world. The world needs you. There is no one like you, no one with your story, your set of experiences, and your gifts. There is no mistake you can make except not starting. And when I read that, I just thought to myself, This is the reason why I have been having problems posting another show. I posted another show a few weeks ago, and the original goal was to post a show every week. And I've just had some problems internally. I mean, when I thought about the idea and I started doing my research about podcasting and shows and what it would take and realizing that it wouldn't really take that much money, I I just was excited about it initially so much so that I, I I got myself all riled up and I have a whole bunch of notes on all the different things that I want to talk about. And then when it came to actually recording for the show, I just caved. I just lost it. And I'm not sure where or why, because that's not my style. I'm a up at dawn, go get them. Let's make it happen. Hoorah, hoorah, hoorah type of guy. Results driven, goal oriented. And it just, I don't know. I just lost it. But when I read that, I was re-encouraged. And yet I read that over a week ago. And here I am just barely getting with you with the next show. So let me just, let's just jump right into this right away. Because I think, I think what I'm going through internally about this show has a lot to do with what I want to call this show today. And, and so I want to call this show today, Trust the Process. Because I feel like there's a lot of things in our life that we get so anxious for, so nervous for, so impatient for, that we just don't realize that if we were to put our energy into just trusting the process, whatever that process might be, then we do better internally about what's going on in our lives. And perhaps maybe we wouldn't have so much anxiety or nervousness um, or that weird like butterfly in your stomach type feeling about certain things that we're going through. So let me just kind of lay the foundation on this trust the process. First of all, the dictionary, dictionary dictionary.com says trust the process is a slogan used by the fans of the NBA's Philadelphia 76ers a while back, though it has since became popular elsewhere in sports and culture coined during a rough patch for the team. It basically means, and I quote, things may look bad now, but we have a plan in place to make it better. 
the 76ers were going through uh, a really bad season and they kind of coined this trust the process type thing. But that's not where I'm going. Okay, that's that's not necessarily where I'm going here. Urban Dictionary has two definitions. Let me share those both with you. The first one says, trusting the process involves supporting a team who is tanking on purpose in order to hoard draft picks as well as, asset, as assets. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about the, the Philadelphia 76ers there. But the second definition on Urban Dictionary says, basically carrying out a long-term task or goal to end with a nice outcome, even if there are hiccups or mistakes made before that good outcome. And not exactly where I'm going, but I appreciate the meat that's in that definition. I mean, another definition might be when you say trust the process, this means letting go and having faith or the belief that things will eventually work out in its own time. For instance, trusting the process in your own career that while you aren't exactly where you imagine being, you're working your way to getting there. That's kind of where I want to go today. When you say you trust the process, this means letting go and having faith or the belief that things will eventually work out in its own time. So today I want to share with you a little bit on trust the process through some of the things I experienced. Just like the first podcast that I released, my first show I want to make sure that I'm being as transparent with you as possible so that we can have a common ground as we go on every day and we attack life or we battle life or we struggle with life or we have challenges with life. So let me give you this first story. Let's start with trust the process with getting in shape or lifting weights. Okay, so we're in COVID and I haven't been working since about... July 1st, I would say. And I decided to do an online workout program with a with a guy who it, through a guy right now who uh, has a company called Boost Health and he's on Instagram and you can follow him his name is Paul Sandberg. It's an online uh workout plan where you kind of go through and pick what it is that you want to do and he will upload workouts for you and there's videos so you could get like the proper uh structure, you can get the proper the proper form on the exercises. Uh and he has it all laid down there. Anyways, I started working out back in July and the internet would have me believe that based on my height and my weight that I'm about 60 pounds overweight. So transparently I'm 255 pounds the last time I weighed in, and the internet says I should be somewhere around 195. Now, if I was 195, I don't even know if my wife would want to be with me anymore because it would look like my skin was pulled across my bones and I probably wouldn't have much muscle. But anyways, while I don't want to lose that much weight, I would agree that I'm overweight. So here's the thing. It took me 46 years to get to this point. Yes, that's right. 46 years old. It took me 46 years to get to this point. So what should my expectations be on this workout plan? What should they be? Or better yet, what should they not be? I mean, I shouldn't be expecting in 30 to 60 days to be down to my ideal weight, right? I mean, that doesn't make any sense, does it? I mean, I'm not even locked into this clean eating thing. This whole no caffeine, no sugars, no desserts, no pastries, no donuts, no pizzas, eat clean, eat all chicken. And I can't, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I want to eat, but that also means I need to realize that my results are going to come a lot slower than if I just jumped into this thing. I know, I know I've heard 
diet is 80% and working out is 20%. Look, I totally get that. And I'm not trying to downplay any line of thinking or that line of thinking whatsoever. I'm just saying that like, I'm an eater, right? I like to eat. So if I like to eat, I gotta, I gotta scale back if I want something to happen. But here, here my point is, here, here's my point. What I'm saying is that I really, really like to eat, but I like to work out too. So I'm not going to get the results I'm looking for right, right away. In fact, even if I did go all in, I wouldn't get the results I desire quickly either. It takes time for the body to adjust. It takes time for body composition to change. You know, for fat and muscle to move around based on the activity in your workout, just getting that whole body movement, your BMI, your fat percent, your muscle percent. I mean, everything's starting to change. I mean, I could see different changes in my body, but nothing major and noticeable. So I did some research and exerciseright.com says within three to six months, an individual can see 25 to 100% improvement in their mass and their muscular fitness, providing a regular resistance program as followed. Wait a minute, three to six months? Wait, what? Healthline.com says if you exercise regularly, over time you gain even more fitness benefits. At six to eight weeks, you can definitely notice some changes. And in three to four months, you can do a pretty good overhaul to your health and fitness. Three to four months. That to me seems even kind of fast for a guy that's 55 pounds, 60 pounds overweight, 46 years old, six foot one. I'm not sold on the 80% diet, 20% workout. So it's going to take me longer than three to four months, but I do want to look better. So if I do want to look better, I need to keep the workout thing going, right? Based on what I just said, right? I mean, I'm not trying to sell you, hey, let's work out and get skinny together. I'm just trying to use this as an example of a process that you have to go through in order to achieve results that you want. The problem is we have become a microwave society that wants crockpot desires. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Even stuff that comes out of the microwave doesn't even taste good all that much. Um, you put pizza in the microwave. Uh, I, I love when uh, when we order pizza the night before and and uh, and now now nobody in the house really asks it anymore. They don't ask me anyway. But it's like, hey, dad, do you want some pizza? Yeah, but I don't want to heat it up in the microwave. I want to heat it up in the oven. Why? Because the oven brings, you know, pizza, in my opinion, it brings the pizza closer to that original mm, state or quality that it was originally when we bought it, as opposed to our microwave where the crust isn't even crusty any or crusty where the where the crust isn't even crunchy anymore um it comes out of the microwave and it's all floppy uh, it's just and then so what do we see on pinterest now do we see um great ways to make microwave food on pinterest or is my wife showing me things on pinterest that say hey i want to do this in the crock pot i could throw it in before i leave to work it'll be so good it'll cook for eight hours the juices will marinate have you ever got these 30 minute marinades before from the store have you ever tried them in 30 minutes yeah they're okay but have you ever got a 30 minute marinade from the store and then marinated your chicken in it for a day and a half it comes out incredibly different and incredibly why would you think that is well, I mean, technically speaking, probably because all those marinades and those juices go into the chicken and it changes the taste profile of the chicken and then you eat it and it's great. What am I trying to say here? I'm trying to say that things take time. We've become a microwave society that wants crockpot desires. 
things take time. Trust the process. On to the next example. Someone close to me, someone real close to me, is in a 90-day recovery program right now to help with mental health issues and addiction issues and, and, and things of that nature. Why do you think it's a 90-day recovery program and not a 30-day or a 45-day or a 60-day? Well, I'm glad you asked because I was curious the same thing. So I did some research. And the National Institute of Drug Abuse says that time depends on an individual's needs. For most patients, the threshold of significant is reached at about three months of treatment. They also refer to a 90-day program as the gold standard as opposed to like the 30 or the 60, which means that when you go through a 90-day program, that's the gold standard that's the best. That's what you want to do. That's what's ideal. And, and that's what'll, that'll quote unquote, give you the treatment or do the trick for you. English Mountain Recovery says on their website, these longer periods of treatment are the absolute necessity for many. And they are the building blocks to new life and a new way of life without the use of alcohol or other drugs. There is more than just the mental health care and addiction care that is happening in these 90-day programs. They are also doing things that we don't think about on the norm until we start reading them, which is they're forming new building blocks to a new way of life as their old life was about the mental illness and the drugs and their mental health, et cetera, et cetera. It is absolutely important for us to be able to agree, right? That a 90-day program is absolutely necessary for people in this particular need category is that there's more going on and and the more time the better it's time for the the mind and the body to uh, retract and withdraw from other things and be in a controlled environment that helps build up an individual so that they're able to tackle life and handle goals and be a goal setter and do things of that nature when they come out of a 90-day program trust the process Trust the process. Trust that that is a process that that has been verified. Next one. How many of you listening have tattoos? Show of hands, show of hands, anybody, anybody? I have a few. And on my right arm, I kind of have a huge piece that took quite a while. I want to say that it's got at least 12 to 15 hours of work on it. But let me tell you what, it's a cover up of a cover-up and then kind of not really a cover-up, but kind of some adjustment. So I got a really small tattoo on my arm. I mean, it couldn't have been bigger than two inches by one inch. And then somebody said to me one day when they saw it a long time ago, hey man, if you're gonna get it where somebody couldn't see it, how come you just didn't get a big one? And I said, oh man, that sounds like a really good idea. So I went to this guy and I started getting work done on it and it was okay. I mean, I thought it was cool, but then I ended up moving away from that particular area Came back down to San Diego. I was up north for a little while. Came back down to San Diego and saw a guy on Instagram or Facebook that does cover-ups. And I'm like, oh my God, that's great. So I went over there and I said, hey man, this is what I was thinking. What are you thinking? And he's like, that's awesome. So I ended up sitting in the chair, letting him do the work. And then he ends up moving to Salt Lake and getting married and having a kid And I'm sitting here with a tattoo that's not all the way done. So I go to the tattoo expo at the convention center in downtown San Diego, and I'm looking for a particular style. All right. So truth be told, it's a Star Wars tattoo. All right. It's a huge, 
It's a huge Yoda with a lightsaber and the, the rebel symbol on the side and the Millennium Falcon. And you know what? I'm going to, if, if you're listening to this, go to the It's Gotta Be Real Instagram page and I will post a picture of it so that you know that I'm not completely losing my mind. It, the Instagram page is It's Gotta Be Real. Anyway, so I had him work on the tattoo. Now, the reason why this was important to me was because I had to find somebody that liked Star Wars. I know that sounds funny, but like if they like doing that particular genre or style of tattoo, then that is who I wanted to do my tattoo. So I found this guy, incredible guy, Alonzo Villa. He was at Bearcat Tattoo a long time ago. I'm not exactly sure where he is now. But he did an incredible cover-up on this tattoo. You can't even tell that there was anything ever underneath it. It took almost 15 hours, and I lost track of money probably because I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. But in order for me to understand that this tattoo had to get fixed, I had to realize that there, there was a whole process. And not only was there the 12 to 15 hours from him, who knows how much time before that, but what about the healing time? The wash it, the put the cream on it, the keep it out of the sun, the don't go in the pool to be careful with it. Don't let nobody hit your arm. There's a whole process to getting a tattoo and keeping it looking fresh on your skin. A whole process. And it's just one more that you have to trust if you want that piece on your arm to look good until you're who knows how old, right? Those of you with tattoos know exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you who don't have tattoos, now you know. All right, next story. In 2012, I received my my bachelor's degree in business management. I went to the University of Phoenix. The, the schedule is different. It's one class every week for five weeks. One class every week for five weeks. I took classes for four years. So every single week for four years on some days it was Tuesday, some days it was Wednesday for four years before I graduated. And while I was going to school, I was working full time, raising a family, And as a hobby, I was teaching on the side. Bruce Lee said, and I quote, he said, preparation for tomorrow is hard work today. Preparation for tomorrow is hard work today. Slow and steady wins the race, people. I saw a quote on Instagram that said, most people just want to be in the result and not in the process. And it's in the process where you realize who deserves the result. Well, you know what? I deserve that degree with all the work that went into writing papers, researching information, going to class, leaving my family once a night, taking that sacrifice, going to the libraries on Tuesday or going somewhere where it was quiet so that I could work on papers. When you go through that process, you realize you deserve the result. Trust the process. Next story. So, what about what about the old sayings like your trauma makes you stronger or what doesn't kill me makes me stronger? Sure, I believe in all those statements. No problem, but let's unpack that. How does it make you stronger? How does going through that kind of stuff, how does trauma make you stronger? How does what doesn't kill me make me stronger? How? It makes you stronger because you've been forced out of your comfort zone And into a place where you have gained knowledge surrounding an event or circumstance that you can glean strength from. What kind of strength? Mental strength. Emotional strength. Physical strength. Psychological strength. All strengths that develop over time. Nothing comes right away. 
Trust the process. Trust the process. Emmanuel Tenney says, As your faith is strengthened, you will find that there is no longer the need to have a sense of control, that things will flow as they will, and that you will flow with them to your great delight and benefit. And Robert too said, Trust the process. You will discover a lot about yourself through the hardship. If you are really going through it right now, let me tell you, just trust the process. There are processes set up for a reason. There are processes in your life for a reason. Trust that the process will make you better. It'll make you stronger. It'll make you more fit emotionally, mentally, and physically. The process will help you be a better person. It will help you be the best version of yourself. Trust the process is key to your own self-care and mental health. A friend of mine who I have known for many, many years is living in Colorado now. A good friend of mine named Joseph. And he listened to my first show of the podcast. And I asked him for his, I asked him for his feedback. And he gave me a little bit of feedback. Um, but he also said this in his post. And I just wanted to share it with you because, well, I just want to share it with you. Listen to it. He says, I was really encouraged I just started online school a couple weeks ago and haven't got much done yet and was feeling a little discouraged about it. But I was reminded of you going through school with everything else you had going on and that whole piece about not letting our past define us going forward really lifted my spirits and gave me motivation. What you are doing in your life right now is being watched and observed by somebody else. Trust the process with confidence. Trust the process with strength with just a firm stand, with being unwavering, with knowing that when you trust the process, good comes from it. Good comes from it internally because you grow from it. You go to another level. Your your mind changes exponentially. Your emotional state changes. And now you see things differently. And why is it important to see things differently? It's important to see things differently because now you have the tools that you need to go out and help somebody else who is having problems uh, or challenges trusting the process so that you can encourage those people to trust the process. Trusting the process it w- is what is the difference between us and somebody else. Because when we trust the process, we show resilience, we show perseverance, we show patience, we show strength, we show solidarity, we show who we are and who we want to be. It helps us become a better version of ourselves. Isn't that our goal? And when we become a better version of ourselves, here comes the real goal. Now that we've become a better version of ourselves, now what we can do is help somebody else become a better version of themselves. And isn't that what it's about? Aren't we here to help everybody else also? It can't be just about me or you. It can't be. It can't be. It has to be about other people too. And when we trust the process, we can breathe in. And out knowing that the best version of ourself is still in the work and it's still to come. So I encourage everybody today, trust the process, be the best version of yourself. You can do it. I'm doing it. Let's do it together. All right. Thanks again today for joining 
joining me on this podcast. I am working through my inner stuff so that I can continue to post. Thank you to those that uh, have sent me feedback. I really do appreciate it. If you want to send feedback or you just want to reach out, uh, I have an email at it's got to be real at gmail.com. I also have an Instagram page. Uh, it's got to be real. I'm going to post a picture of the tattoo for you all. I just want to encourage you today that, uh, that there is a lot going on in our world today, a lot in our country and inside each other. And I saw another good friend of mine, an old coworker of mine, post on her Instagram page today. Let's just be kind. Let's just be kind. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening to the It's Gotta Be Real podcast. Trust the process. And just remember at the end of the day, it's gotta be real.